0: Jerking my penis, how the (laughs) (laughs) got him, dude. (laughs) God fucking damn it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Good morning, Sunday morning. (laughs) 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 Good
2: morning. Sunday morning. all right good morning sunday morning everybody welcome to the 16th episode of the sunday morning podcast i am alex with me as always we have zach what's up and we have lyle hi and with a special guest everyone's favorite italian we got tony Friend of the pod Hey. Is that what we're gonna do to our boy? How you doing? How you doing? It's me, thong. We're gonna we're gonna let people know.
0: I know, dude. Well, you know, I like to get it out of the way. Think about how that looks for us too.
2: Like <laughs> we let one of them on. It's, oh. <laughs> what you it's, it's pride. It's a
1: month about coming out. Yeah. It's a month oh, of, yeah. uh, about being pr- uh, out proud is of who Italian. You <laughs> I've held it in for so long. Uh, God. Anyways, yeah, so, boys. Let's talk food. So let's talk munchies. Yeah. Well, well. Let's let's, let's get, get into a little something a little deeper than that. Absolutely. Food is this very is generous. going to be. Oh yeah. Food is a very generous <laughs> way to describe. Absolutely. It. Yeah. This is. I'm gonna call it the first installment of a series that we'll be revisiting here on the pod, and that is the cult series. And so today. Yes. uh yep yes i don't think much else has been going on in real life or online so we're just gonna dive down into this i'm sure everyone here has seen those disgusting food videos mm-hmm. where they just put whatever they want into an oven or you know they put all the food on the counter and mash it up together right <laughs> yeah there's yeah. a
2: lady who put the spaghetti through the meatballs yeah and, and it wasn't even yeah, meatballs. And it was it, like ground beef yep the, la- the
0: lady who made ice cream in the toilet yeah that one was bad. Just it, it's the, the PBJ, the peanut butter and jelly with no bread. The, yeah, peanut butter, jelly, no yeah. bread with pickles all <laughs> over it on the table. Yeah, yeah. That sucks my but,
1: ass. Yeah. No, just the worst shit doesn't make any sense. I'm sure like anybody else, you would look at that and see and say who is producing this and
2: why right no i actually assumed it was i assumed it was self-produced like you i thought... didn't assume there was anything behind it i thought it was just the same uh, insane woman just
1: a ch- no no it's a bunch of insane women <laughs> yeah <laughs> ah <laughs> insane white women it that it's specified that is part of their brand White Happy women, but yeah i think obviously it's pretty clear that this is fetish shit like any weird thing on the internet that can't be explained through other means. Oh yeah, is it fetish yeah. shit?
0: It is. It's fetish shit. Turns out it's fetish shit. It goes deep. So I sh- should I've
2: been jerking the off. The fact that <laughs> was I supposed like nobody told me.
1: <laughs> you need to go make up for lost time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, there's been a little bit of discourse about it on on Twitter recently about how it it could be perceived as fetish shit in the same way. That when you look deeper into the communities, the ASMR community is fed as shit. And the mukbang community is also fed as shit. At its roots, at least. It goes, usually, you know, there's not some overarching story there. All of these videos start with one man and his cult of influencer, like influencer content farming accomplices who are all pretty white women. Mm -hmm. And that man's name is rick (laughs) lax
0: what a hell of a name it really rick lax
1: he is a magician i think i read yeah no he's supposed
0: to be doing he is like the assistant not assistant he's the uh producer for david copperfield something like that you guys remember
1: when yeah Dick
0: laxatives.
1: Yeah, but do you guys remember when street magic videos were huge on the internet like six years ago or something?
0: Six years ago, around that time, I thought this was like a 2009 thing. I thought
2: street magic was still cool. <laughs> street magic <laughs> is still
0: cool, man.
1: Street magic's still cool when it doesn't lead you to create a weird fetish content yeah. empire. So Facebook was trying to launch their own streaming service called Facebook Watch.
2: Yeah, I remember, and that. and it sucked. I yeah, can't believe this is sucked. a thing. I
0: had no idea. They they like paid Jada Pankett Smith to like be the, the face of this. Sorry, Jada who? Jada, I'm sorry. Jada, I got real. I got real St. Louis there. Uh, Jada Pankett Smith. I'm sorry. This man said Pankett. <laughs> <laughs> <The> highway Fardy far. <laughs> no. Panket. Yeah. They like paid her a bunch of money to be the face of this. And like somehow behind the scenes, this, this Richard laxative guy or what, what's Dick lax? Yeah, Rich Lax. Rick Rick (laughs) Rick Lax is the one like getting mixed up, man. He's cleaning up, dude. He gets a billion views a month on, on, on all of his like stuff. Yeah, so so he started as a street like a
1: street magic video producer around the time that was getting big, and he became something of a viral personality. And when Facebook launched Watch, they were like, We need someone who's viral. Who knows how to work our platform because he was a Facebook guy. He wasn't a YouTube guy or a Twitch guy <laughs> or anything like that. He was a fucking a Facebook, Facebook guy. guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they put him in charge of content procurement for Facebook Watch. He just starts giving roles and shows to the weirdest fucking people that he just finds and brings into his weird online. It's like a hype house for fucked up 45 years like 45 (laughs) year olds or something now for middle-aged guys that love Penn and Teller (laughs) well no he's like one of the only dudes involved yeah that's the thing so it's mostly these middle-aged white women producing content for Rick Lacks and on top of the food thing which we're gonna get into for a minute or in a minute Rick Lacks shares videos on Facebook that are just highly produced but very staged prank videos and weird inspirational moments and some of that, it seems, you know, inconspicuous, innocuous. And then you kind of watch a little bit more of it, and it gets weirder and weirder. You realize mm-hmm. that a lot of these prank videos involve women getting stuck in their clothing and having to remove it in public places. <laughs> uh, that happens every a day. A lot of them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who among us hasn't <laughs> shit themselves in an airy when they were in eighth grade?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> seems a little bit specific tony no no i'm just saying besides it was chuck's
0: boots wasn't it no oh no, two separate incidences not that neither of them are real by the way <laughs> so you know on top of the on top of the
1: getting stuck in clothes yeah there's also videos of women in situations that require them to jump into water or pools in clothes mm-hmm um, Pregnant women falling into pools. It's just is is that one? I didn't yeah see no. That. I
0: was scrolling the Facebook. There's one. Oh, oh my God. There's one where there's like a fake gender reveal. Zach was showing me some of this before we got on the mics. There's like one that's a fake gender reveal, and like the guy is he like hits himself in the nuts with the with like the little popper that's like oh we're having a, a girl, and then like. He accidentally, and of course, very staged, pushes his pregnant wife into a pool, and they get, like, a shot of her being like, please, I need towels,
1: please. Yeah, all of this has to do with, like, women pleading. Yeah. Like it's weird it's fucking weird but
0: there's also like uh, like zach said earlier there's also a lot of content that's like it's like like faux inspiring like zach sent me a link to one and i click it and it's just a guy an elderly man and he's holding a sign that says my wife is dying (laughs) 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 and and like he's slowly you know slowly (laughs) dropping like these big cards and he's like oh no he's not even dropping
1: it here's the thing like it'd be normal if you know, it was like those videos from a couple of years ago where someone would tell their inspirational story and yeah. they drop it. But no, there's a hand coming from off screen removing these cards. <laughs> and, his, and he's like, oh, his wife that's dying behind him apparently isn't seeing what's going on. And yeah. it's just this young guy talking behind the camera and they have the same conversation over and over again for
0: four minutes. And it's just super staged. It's so weird. He's like, I couldn't see my wife because of COVID. And you know, now she's dying, but here it's her birthday. So I'm seeing her. And she like gets up and acts very surprised. And I mean, you could, I mean, this is like porn level acting. It's so bad on all the aforementioned videos.
2: They're going into it. They're going into it with a
1: porn level mindset. Yeah, (laughs) it's all
0: weird. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah rick lax the, the rick lax is behind all of this and i mean he's so apparently yes, a, he is the mastermind yeah in this sinister i i don't know
1: why i feel this way about it it gives me sinister vibes
0: because it, it kind of <laughs> reminds me the thing that came to mind for me was have you seen that documentary called tickled yeah about like yeah, yeah. that's kind of the vibe i got like a super weird yeah. fetish that has such a like a you know niche audience yeah that like they had to you know uh what's the word i'm looking for curate it just just right and they've done so and they're getting like billions of views on like this weird i i, I can't even explain it like because it passes
1: <clears throat> it passes as viral content yeah. yeah that's
2: that's the <clears throat> odd thing to me <clears throat> about stuff like that and like mukbang <clears throat> videos is that like if you just look at it, it's like wow it's this girl eating a bunch of food Or, you know, it's this weird lady making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But then if you just sit there and you, like, think about it, you're like, oh, my God, somebody's jacking off to this. (laughs) Like, it's it's crazy to me because my, you know, your conception of sexual and non-sexual things is, you know, the sexual things are like naked people and, you know, like porn and shit like that. And the non-sexual things are viral Facebook content this is both and it passes as either it's like it's like both of them smushed together and you can't tell which one it is it it, yeah it creeps me out it makes my mind upset (laughs) i would like to go on record and say that that you don't have to be horny to watch asmr i like asmr in fact, I okay. can't fall asleep without but, it. Yeah,
1: no, <clears> ASMR <throat> has... Yeah, ASMR has reasons. It has function like, outside you know, of beating all. Yeah, it has function. It's relaxing. Yeah.
2: There is definitely horny ASMR, though. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, I feel like that. a lot of that early push was the idea of... I feel like a lot of it kind of was horny at the beginning. <laughs>
2: I don't know how separated. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. I think. Yeah. yeah. I think there's a become, lot of yeah. ASMR porn nowadays. Oh, and there, is. Yeah, yeah, a there is. There's a lot of ASMR. Okay, <laughs> Lyle.
0: <laughs> oh, and I, just,
2: I, I have no fucking shame. I, but I but won't that's let the thing fucking is it, kink shame. Is me. there
0: something? Is there something ASMR esque about a you know a woman making a giant table of spaghetti? Like, is that satisfying <laughs> to some people? And, and it's not, it's not even me.
1: making spaghetti. It's just throwing a bunch of food together. I've I've seen people be like, in the discourse that happened today, I've seen people been like, it's a hand thing. And then people okay. are like, no, it's a messy thing. <laughs> they don't know what they're
0: horny it's, for. They say it's a hand thing?
1: <laughs> yeah, because there's always close-ups on the hands making these fucking disgusting I've recipes. I've
2: never heard of hand fetishes. It's got to be a messy really have you ever talked to a white woman lyle (laughs) they love hands (laughs) they love fucking kidding me hands yes i i can count i will i'm not gonna drop any names but fucking you know who you are there's at least six (laughs) white women that are friends with me who i have talked about hands with you fucking know who you are all right you're listening to this so did white women love hand shit yeah but
1: also they're not the ones watching yeah they're not the <clears throat> ones watching these weird food construction that's videos. my it's question a messy though. Thing. who
0: is because this guy yeah. this guy has his fingers and everything he's got like he's got strings on like a country music artist he's got strings on uh yeah i w- i want to talk
1: about where this content comes from for
0: a second
2: yeah okay
1: so we we've talked about rick lax he's at the top he is sharing and promoting these videos but all of these videos are "quote unquote" independently and organically produced. Right. He just has a network of people who are doing this "quote unquote" on their own free will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it's all—it's this network of channels, in the same way you would think about a network of, say, YouTube gaming channels or a network of podcasts that hang out together and uh, and you know invite each other on each other's podcasts and hopefully we. Show names. We (laughs) get that. We're we're going to get on
2: Maximum Fun one day. I promise. (laughs) (laughs) And the show names are similar. It's like the Anna show and like the. Yeah, it's all the first names of
1: these women who somehow have been picked up. And they got picked up through Rick Lacks. It is always Rick Lacks reaching out and being like, hey, I can get you a role or a show in this viral content farm I like it's a farm they yeah. just produce this weird shit
0: all day a lot of it also has to do with like being broken up with or like being cheated or like getting caught cheating yeah I saw that like be- being outed as a cheater there's so much of that like I scrolled deep in his Facebook page there's so many videos of like you know either dudes being caught cheating or like women like showing up with a sign that says like hey I'm gonna give you a surprise but like I know you're the surprise. Is like i know you're cheating i'm leaving like yeah
2: it just sounds like content
0: made for the stupidest people alive i don't see what it is it's made for like it's made for like you know your racist uncle that's gonna get on facebook after like a long day of work and that's it for the night like
2: Okay, the food stuff makes sense as fetish shit. <laughs> kind of? That makes sense as fetish shit because no, I, think I think it's a messy thing. I think the thing. shit is all... And, but the, I, I think the women the food is getting a messy wet. thing.
0: It hit its peak
2: the with... The
1: women getting wet. It hit its peak. And the women getting stuck in clothes. Yes, yes and, that's a thing. the thing. And the
0: cheating thing. No, I think the cheating thing. The cheating yeah. thing, big time. The, it kind of hit its peak. There's there was this channel, or this gal rather, kind of of the mukbang genre, and she was like decapitating like octopus, octopi, and eating them live. And she caught a bunch of flack for it. I believe she's, uh, I believe this was a Chinese channel on YouTube. And, like, people were, like, beating off to it. Like, she was always, like, scantily, you know, dressed scantily clad while, like, decapitating squids and eating them. Or, like, going into the forest and finding an eel and eating it live. It's kind of metal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah honestly.
2: That's what I was about yeah. to say.
0: Oh, I, I, one of the women who made the um spaghetti burger video, if you've seen that one, um, mm-hmm. I, her... <laughs> her her name's Getty Ke- Ke- I think she's Russian Getty Kayavya I, I'm I'm butchering the name I apologize but uh, she was interviewed by eater.com and they said Kahoyeva knows that some people get angry about her videos Italian users were very upset about the spaghetti bird. <laughs>
2: Mama Mia. Mama fucking Mia, baby. Did
0: you see the spaghetti burger? How did you feel about oh, it? I mean it definitely was an affront to Italians everywhere. I'm very upset. I will I want to make sure my grandma doesn't see it cuz she'll go off.
1: After this we're going to put Tony in in an auditorium and do the do the clockwork orange thing. To, <laughs> make, him watch, <laughs> make him watch. the spaghetti burger yes. video over yeah. and over yeah. again. Eyes open.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Put put people <clears throat> making Uh, carbonara on repeat yeah (laughs) not using using bacon instead of guanciale but people using (laughs) store-bought pasta just all the italian there's a whole
0: there's a whole thing though about like him like he he gets mad when they go viral outside of facebook like he got mad at ellen degeneres for like ellen had a video of like on the on the ellen facebook page of other like content creators reacting to his content and like he got pissed about it
1: he is very clearly angry he he, like tony said he did this interview with eater who did a deep dive into what the fuck is going on here and through the article you can tell he is just super combative yeah he hates that he has to talk about this yeah it's the tickled effect um, yeah yeah no and the they interviewed some women who run these channels and they were like yeah he invited me on he said he could get me a show and he disagrees with all of this yeah he he's saying no i never did that (laughs) and and he's like no these recipes aren't disgusting they're they're good recipes they're good recipes to use that's why we put them out and the women are like yeah, it's kind of just fun. Kind of fun to, you know, do a little bit
2: of trolling. <laughs> yeah, I can understand being upset. Like, if somebody takes your content and doesn't credit you, like, that's frustrating. Sure. But this I man mean, isn't was, that... like,
0: fuming. Yeah. Isn't that Ellen's whole thing? Her whole yeah. show is just, hey, yeah. hey, mom, check out this check out this video that you, you weren't going to see well, otherwise. that
1: benefits the creators in well, some 100%. way. Well,
0: 100%. And it would benefit him, too. I mean,
1: like you said, billion, billion views a month. But just in this article, like th- we're going to put a link to the article in the description. He's I'm super not. angry, and he just keeps saying the same things over and over again. He keeps trying to convince everybody that there is no collaboration between them. It's everybody making their own content independently, but they keep churning out the same styles of video on each channel. And I don't know. I just I really want to know what's going on behind the scenes here. I really want to know like, w- what their group chats are like or it's honestly, what they're all doing. I
0: mean, it's probably literally just, hey, get views and we make advertising money. I mean, I know it's uh, like I want it to be something better. I want it to be something as as juicy as the tickled community where it's like, oh, my God, I'm so horny to tickle. But I think it's not. I think it's even less than that. I think <laughs> it's that they're just exploiting people who, you know, old like 60-year-old guys on Facebook who have just – Never, never Who are gotten. horny for this shit? Yeah, they've just never gotten. You know, they've never gotten good tops, so they're getting horny to <laughs> the thought of like, oh my God, if I see a pregnant woman in a Walmart fall in in the aisle where, with the yellow sign that says "Don't fall," I'm I'm gonna blow, like. <laughs>
1: like <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I just feel like there's something more sinister going on here. I don't like it. It reminds me of. You guys know what Elsa Gate is? Oh,
0: God. What the fuck I, are
2: you talking about? I, I don't
0: know what this is, but I. Okay. But based off the name alone, uh, I, uh, I'm okay, sure it's people getting horny for Elsa from Frozen.
1: No, it's much worse than oh, that. Oh, God. Like, I, we're about to go into uh, doing uh, a to? lot of. Do we need to do this? Let's go. Let's go down the hole, baby. I I already said it. And since we're talking about more weird pedophile shit later in the episode, I feel like we could just briefly touch on Elsa Gate. Elsa Gate is when people started noticing that their young children, you know, toddlers, like three, four, five-year-olds watching these videos on YouTube that on the surface appear like kids' videos. You know, some of them are animated and uh, most of them are produced out of the country and use copyrighted characters like Mickey Mouse and Spider Man and Elsa from Frozen. Elsa and Anna
0: the from
1: the fuck, Disney movie. Bro, I'm
0: looking at this shit right most, now. This is yeah. awful. What in the hell? Yeah, there's there's. I, I'm looking at like some of the thumbnails for this video, and there's Spider Man uh, so, giving a woman so, an abortion yeah 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 so that's what he does <laughs> that's like, his thing. There's like a woman dressed as elsa doing like the sword eating technique but with one of the like you know those novelty giant gummy worms <laughs> yeah
1: yeah no so here's the thing so you know parents would get uh, they would put their kids on youtube yeah. show them a couple kids videos sure. and then the algorithm started oh, getting it's manipulated it's beautiful and the further these kids went down the algorithm, even on autoplay, the videos would get weirder and weirder. And it's because these videos were being produced by people for a specific fetish niche because they always veer into, like Tony said, that's that's just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Like, people dressed up as princesses in compromising situations or... Uh, animations that have to deal with like Minnie Mouse has to use the bathroom really bad. Oh God, dude! But then you go further and further, use and it's just bathroom. simulated sex acts.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's There's a up. guy beating off to Mickey Mouse having a shit. <laughs> dude,
2: oh God, no, these titles tiny, though, because
1: these are sickos. Yeah,
2: Frozen this, Elsa it, gets chicken feet. Frozen Elsa gets brain belly. frozen Frozen elsa Elsa cuts her tongue off spider-man apart (laughs) evil santa kidnaps frozen elsa and spider-man
1: yeah they just get violent and sexual and these get into the algorithm because in the comments it is always like russian men and like (laughs) just fucking people speaking in languages that i don't know what they are is it okay to be racist against
2: russians (laughs) yes it is okay thank god (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah because i am like oh like hardcore but,
1: yeah but no it, it's and no like people say that it's ai generating this content no. but it's too specific yeah. it's too
0: fetishy it's too violent yeah and, i mean come on a woman as elsa sucking on a giant gummy worm i mean come on
1: yeah Uh-oh. but you know you're not watching, like, you're not keeping an eye on what your kids are doing online. If you start them off with kids' videos, you don't think you're going to get into anything fucking right. sinister. Yeah. And obviously, this is completely different because this has escalated to the next point of, you know, being overtly sexual and weird. And because it deals with children, it's it's even worse. Wow. But I don't know. I get the same vibes from this, like, Rick Lax network of channels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like,
2: yeah, just weirdly produced content. In November 2017, several newspapers published articles about the YouTube channel Toy Freaks, which had been created two years earlier by a single father named Greg Chisholm. Had (laughs) 8.54 million subscribers and uh, was among top 100 most views before it was shut down that month. The channel often featured Chisholm. (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the channel often featured Chisholm's daughters and in most cases showed them scared or crying what the fuck bro like, so this is like for like, like fetish shit so this is like for like pedophiles like this is yeah that sounds like bro, yeah, no, completely for pedophiles i fuck? am daughter of Chisholm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> jesus The New York Times found that one of the channels featuring counterfeit cartoons, Super Zeus TV, was linked to a website called SuperKidsShop.com, registered in Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam. A man working for SuperKidsShop.com confirmed that his partners were responsible for the videos, on which, quote, a team of about 100 people were producing. Subsequent requests for an interview went unanswered. It looks like... So I'm kind of skimming through some stuff here. It looks like Phil DeFranco. Like, I don't know if any of y'all grew up watching him on YouTube. Oh, Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks like he was kind of one to like point it out, which I mean, makes sense. He's like still in that space from what I understand. Yeah, I I know H3H3 got into it too. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah.
1: No, yeah. And I don't don't get me wrong. I don't want to compare weird old men with messy food fetishes to genuine pedophiles. Yeah. But the way that this content production works, where all of this is very high produced uh, content made to look amateur and just it's this huge network of it's 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 independent production companies working on this stuff for Rick Lacks. It's it's weird. It's weird. And it seems like he has like this cult following among the people in his production network. It's weird. I I don't like it. And I guess that explains where all these weird food videos are coming from. So yeah, that's what's been going on online here.
0: Yeah, that's what's <laughs> going on online. We figured out that there's a cabal of people making micro fetish videos. So yeah.
2: weird and unsettling. Man, this yeah, is, this no, is... like surreal. It's it's very surreal. I, I asked Ki- I asked Kira if she finds hands sexy and she said it depends on the hands, but yes, very. Hell yes. that's yeah! You fucked
0: up. <laughs> this is a pro sexiness not podcast. When you're in like yeah, high school my... and girls are
2: always like, "Oh, put your hand on mine and we'll see like the size or whatever." Yes. Is that now, the part of it? That's like the avatar that's, people having sex.
1: Flirting. Yeah, that's flirting. Yeah, it's flirting. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. flirting. yeah, that's flirting.
2: Oh, absolutely, dude. I'm gonna kill myself. We all, we all <laughs> missed okay.
1: a
0: lot in high school.
2: Yeah. <laughs> all right thank you guys for listening so far as always you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts whether that's spotify apple google whatever uh you can follow us on our social media that is at sunday underscore pod on twitter you can find tony at pale underscore tony b on twitter you can pay us cold hard cash at patreon.com slash sundaymorningpod. And you can find our Discord, YouTube, Twitch, blah, 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 episode, reviews. I'm just kidding. There's no reviews. There's summaries, though. All that good shit, you can find it at sundaymorningpod.com. You can also go there and review us on iTunes and Podchaser. Always appreciated. It helps us grow. Uh, The other thing that helps us grow is telling people about the podcast. So do that, please. Please God. All right. We're going to let you hear from anchor real quick, and then we are going to jump back into it and talk about the veiled prophet. Speaking as somebody who's from St. Louis, it's, it's just crazy to me that like now it gets, you know, national recognition. Yeah. If you're like, in St. Louis, you, you probably have somebody in
0: your life who is like less than three degrees removed from from this thing like they either know somebody that w- has gone to it or they themselves have partaken there's somebody at my alma mater uh, uh well somebody who went to my alma mater i'm not gonna like dox them but they were in it like as part of the beauty contest portion when they were 13 when they were 13 yeah. yeah like it's scary stuff when they were like young and and oh. I, oh, shit. Man, I don't want to put too much out there like let me just say this they were they are tangentially related to uh uh two US presidents you can guess which two <laughs> uh Buchanan and
2: <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely no and that's the and that's the thing is that the, that's the thing i think people don't understand when they're talking about all this uh like KKK princess shit is that like like when Ellie Kemper was in it she was 19 most of the right. girls are like 13 to yep. 16 yeah, they're all very young usually, and it's very coercive, very weird. They're often paired off with old white men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Powerful, you old know. White before, men. before before yes. we get too far into it,
1: would you guys care explaining what the Veiled Prophet is to uh,
2: all of our listeners who are unaware? Okay, so Veiled Prophet Ball um, in 1875, I believe, either 75 or 77. There was a... 78. 78? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. No, 77 was the strike. Yeah. Yes, correct. Correct. Okay, yeah. In 77, there was a strike among uh, workers in St. Louis. I think some of them were miners, and some of them were just, like, dudes. A lot of rail workers, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, rail workers as well. And it was, like, a huge strike. So, miners come into this either way. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. It was, like, a huge strike. Like, shut down the city, and was massive 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 in terms of labor and it got quelled basically by the rich and the powerful in saint louis yes and then in 78 on the anniversary of it they held uh the veiled profit ball and the veiled profit ball was essentially a celebration of quelling that revolution and it was a gathering of all the rich and powerful in saint louis Started by a former Confederate soldier, not the not the KKK, you know, as we know them today, but still very firmly rooted in classist, racist, sexist forms of power. And essentially the way it went was they would it was a debutante ball. Essentially, they would get these young women, they would dress them up all fancy and they would pair them off with usually like their dad's business partners or whatever was all these old rich white dudes and the veiled prophet was they would pick a different veiled prophet every year and he was supposed to be the one who would uh, guide yeah like he would like guide them into the new year and it was always a big secret who the veiled prophet was you know they're yeah. So he's always anonymous, right? Always anonymous. <laughs> yeah. We'll get into this later in the episode. Is but it always a dude? A... Like, you
0: think they let like a, a no, lady? Not ever... at all. Fuck no. No. Oh damn. Like Becky's the woman from Becky's <laughs> carpet. Ain't ain't ever been the veiled prophet.
2: Shut <laughs> <laughs> the fuck up. Maybe our St. <laughs> Louis listeners get that? Damn, I'm paced. All right, go ahead. Uh, uh, there was a Monsanto VP in like the 1970s who was the veiled prophet, and he got unveiled. Which mm-hmm. is a fun story we'll talk about. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it's just a celebration of rich, powerful And like white a dudes. pedophilic,
1: eyes wide yes. shut, like with blood for the blood god, Moloch kind of way. Union busting. Union busting. busting it, yeah, it, yes. It's the aesthetics yeah. of it. Yes.
0: It's absolutely based in like making sure to bust. Yeah, it's,
1: I mean, I mean, this is just, if we focus on the labor aspect of it. It's just more of a formalization of the informal relationship between capitalists and business owners and powerful, influential people. But from what I've seen, it's the aesthetics that just make this crazy fucking pedophilic cabal, uh, you know, movie style cult. It's creepy. It's fucking creepy when you see photos from it. And I don't like it
2: it is and what it's become nowadays is there used to be a fair that went along with it Yeah, you know the ball itself was like a traditional like gowns and shit kind of ball there used to be a fair that went along with it and that has now become the vp fair in st louis which most people think most people are just like oh that's a fun name it's a fun little fair that we do every year Mm -hmm. and they don't understand the uh, the actual origins of it they did re- like formally rename it
0: I, I don't know what it, I think it's just fair St. Louis now if I'm not mistaken right Because yes. I, yeah, yeah, I, I was talking it. about this with a friend two nights ago like when this all blew up and I, I had never known it as the as the VP ball
2: or the VP fair rather yeah but it was the VP fair as recently as like the 90s I think
0: yeah yeah, yeah. I just like by the time I was paying attention you know uh, of course sure 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 um, wait
2: is it like a public fair that people can go to
0: so the yeah. actual ball itself, where that, th- where like you know, where they have like the the young women and they are like escorted by the old guys, that is like strictly a private thing, very private. Um, but over the Fourth of July weekend is when like Fair St. Louis happens, and I mean they try to frame it as like, you know, just this oh Marty quirky Grott's like, like New Orleans style celebration. Um yeah. But I mean that that is where the root of it. Yeah, yeah. But the root of of that uh dates back to the vp uh yeah, I, like I have profit an excerpt here ball
2: tony <laughs> alex do you guys want to go to the fair with me uh dude <laughs> i want to go so bad I, i'm down we're gonna be regarded yeah, as the
1: uh, elite media cabal of st louis and one of us is going to become the veiled prophet <laughs> Uh, no, but I, I, I have an excerpt yeah. here from a thread that someone posted yes. on Twitter. So I'm not exactly sure where the excerpt comes from. I can try and do some research into that, and we can put it in the episode description. But yeah, it just says that basically this fair and parade started as a Mardi Gras thing. Uh, at first, the patronizing and self-congratulatory message of the VPs was fairly obvious. parade had an educational, propagandistic uh, theme and featured 17 floats. Each float demonstrated the evolution of mankind from its beginnings to when the VP designated St. Louis as his second home. The VP in this case, uh, this isn't from the excerpt, Uh, this is just from what I've read. The VP is supposed to be some kind of spiritual, all-knowing deity uh, in in this ritual thing. Uh, But yeah, so he designated St. Louis as his second Mm -hmm. home. The second to last float was titled Wealth. And on it sat Minerva, goddess of wisdom and protectress of industrial arts, upon a huge silver dollar. That's fucking insane. That's just insane
0: imagery. <laughs> Bro, this shit's cool as hell. They're looking for somebody who is the personification of capital. I mean, that is what they want.
2: Which is funny because yeah. Minerva, Um, I'm assuming it's the Roman goddess Minerva. She's... If if you're not familiar with Roman mythology, Minerva is what Athena became when the Romans did their shit. And she's not really so much war as she is, you know, wisdom and wealth and shit like that. And she's, like, it's not wealth really that much. Like, that's not even the right god to pick. <laughs> she's not, like, indulgence and capital and greed and stuff. She's like, She's, like, craftiness and... Well, okay, you fucking. I mean, that's how
0: they see themselves. No, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's That's how they they see themselves. You know, they think they are they are crafting our world. Sorry, that's where the religiosity of the ceremony comes from. (laughs) I mean, some of the people who have attended this thing. Um, so James Earl Ray, uh, the man who shot, who you know, supposedly shot and killed Martin Luther King Jr., um, is from Alton, Illinois, and mentioned the VP ball in his uh. Autobiography, like over and over again. Didn't know he was from Alton. Yeah, you didn't know he was from Alton, Illinois. No. Yeah, isn't that, it's and Memphis is only about four hours away from here. So I mean, put your put your tinfoil hat on, fellas. Um, I mean, Sam Dotson, the police commissioner uh, who the police commissioner of St. Louis from 2013 to 2017, uh, was once spotted at the ball. There's
2: pictures of him online. Well, who, it's a good thing nothing important that was racially charged happened in St. Louis in between <laughs> years 2013-2017 that he would have right. had jurisdiction over.
0: <laughs> Absolutely not. Terrifying. Um, any of the you can look up the past winners of the of like the the beauty and love portion um Queen a lot of the beauty the, and love beauty i think that's what it's called the portion where they like you know pick the best the best of the girls or whatever the hell it is uh let's see so we know we all know Ellie Kemper won, which uh, why is half of the cast of the office from St. Louis her uh Phyllis and who else John Jenna Hamm. Fisher jo- John Ham wait is John Ham in the office no John Ham is uh d- uh <laughs> in town actually right now huh. long story um yeah like a lot of the um schnooks sh- schnooks is a saint louis grocery store that's like severely kroger yeah 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 ty- yeah like a V. absolutely and they like severely like underpay their uh, they severely underpay their employees but um yes. a lot of the schnooks women have Ma'am, been crowned I, th- the uh this winner shit sucks like it would be different
1: if this was a national thing. Like it'd be different if it was a national thing, and you know <laughs> the rich and powerful had their stupid, crazy, yeah. evil gala, where like you know actual cool people showed up, <laughs> but the heiress to a local grocery chain is the queen of <laughs> love and
0: fucking. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Yep.
0: So many times the schnook, the schnooks girls are on here. A lot of schnooks. Um, looks like a schlafly, uh,
2: alcohol daughter. Um, yeah no no to be fair these people are still stupid rich oh you're just talking about hundreds of millions rather than billions yeah i'm just looking through all of the photos from the 2019 ball are available and i'm just looking through and seeing if i know anyone there are two so far that i think are related to people i know
0: it's scary stuff, man. I want to go. <laughs> but ultimately... <laughs> no, you don't. No, you actually yeah, well, don't. Yeah, when you say you want to go, I mean, Fair St. Louis itself is largely like, you're not going to see, you know, it's not going to open up your third eye or anything. It's mostly just... White people getting drunk and coming to the city for the only time for the entire
2: year. No, yeah. Lyle wants to go to the racist part. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go to the racist part. Not to be racist, but just to <laughs> see what's up. Just to see it? No, dude, it's very scary. um I, I know. That being I love it. I'm said, looking at some pictures, they're fucking wild, dude.
0: They're terrifying. The, the costume, look this up on yeah. Google. Like, go Spooky right now and fuck. look up a picture oh, of I'm the looking veiled at prophet it. himself.
2: I'm looking it's terrifying.
0: Like a <laughs> But, yeah. he, looks like he look a like a wedding, wedding cake?
2: cake? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he, does, <It's> like, <laughs> he does look like a wedding cake. It's a stupid it's like the costume. cake
1: meme like yeah. last year when you cut open the veiled prophet. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a cake. <laughs> yeah.
0: Hell a cake. yes um no, the- so in 1972 there was this like activist oh, yeah. group called action and a woman named gina scott rappelled down She's a giant bass. rope. she rocks she absolutely rocks and um basically they like oceaned ate their way into this this uh event like the actual like you My know oceans eight oceans well that's the one for women isn't it i guess Is gina it? yeah it sounds like a bunch of women were
2: one for women <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought several of
0: them had women i wanted I, I also wanted to be known that that's what my dad wanted us to go do for father's day three years ago was go see I ocean's you eight
1: pull your own ocean's eight. <laughs> and it was a fair it
0: was only okay he said so this woman gina scott literally repelled down a rope they, they were on a high balcony like in um what was at the time the the keel auditorium it's now the enterprise center it's where like the st louis blues play hockey and stuff mm-hmm. um the giant concerts have been there um you know big big arena long story short they like rappelled down this rope her the cable that she was on like actually like snapped and she fell like 50 feet onto like the stage where the veiled prophet was and she pulled the veil off of him and it was the uh vice president of monsanto hell yeah and if you're and if you're outside of the saint louis area i mean monsanto is basically like a huge um pesticide company as well as like i guess they digitally alter plants they're, That's kind of their mo. Yeah, am I am I correct in in yeah
2: yeah I feel like Monsanto was pretty yeah. well known outside of St. Louis. Oh, yeah, I mean they're they're big. It yeah. is yeah yeah yep. Um, Monsanto is also responsible for making Agent Orange, Yeah. Uh, which well, is used oh. yeah. in Vietnam as a herbicide <laughs> to kill trees. Probably yeah. gave, like, millions and millions of people lung cancer. Yeah. Reasonably sure that's what my great uncle died from. Oh, man. His Agent Orange. Yeah. To be fair, he also smoked, like, a chimney. So, you know, <laughs> <all things laughs> to say? Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, so, it, again, it
0: was Monsanto Vice President, Tom K. Smith. Uh, uh hold, Sorry, one sec, sec, And afterwards, the retaliation for, like, this stunt that they pulled, they firebombed her car and they, uh like, you know, uh graffitied her house and like threw eggs at it one of those things is worse than the others generally just (laughs) messed it up
1: if i had a choice between getting firebombed and getting egged yeah (laughs)
2: yeah (laughs) i think we we all know which one (laughs) yeah i go for the firebombs (laughs) you know how hard it is to get egg off of paint yeah
0: I mean, I'm underselling this, too. I'm underselling this. They used, like, activists that, like, unveiled her. They were, like, tear gassed and stuff, like, at the scene. Jesus Christ. Um, It was ridiculous. I don't don't know what action stands for or if it stands for anything, but it was mostly a women-led group of, you know, activists who understood that this was a racist event and they were fighting it.
2: And what I I was saying earlier was um, I see a lot of people – you know, not, I'm not being an apologist for any of this shit at all. No, of course it's not. A, of course. It's a horrible, terrible event. It's yeah. it's all racist. Yeah. But um, I'm seeing a lot of hate online directed towards Ellie Kemper and Which is towards a lot shit. of the women who are um, involved in this shit, saying, yeah. like, they're racist, they're complicit in all this shit. And I just don't think that's the right way to be directing your your vitriol, you know, you can judge Ellie Kemper for being rich. No, she was know.
1: 19 and at Princeton U, which yeah. I think is why there's so much backlash yeah.
2: against her because it's
1: different. Like you said, if the, if the, oh, okay, uh, okay. if the debutantes are 13, 14, 15, Got 16, you. I mean, they're not really in control of that situation, but I think the expectation was for Ellie yeah. Kemper at the time to be more aware of the world and frankly, if she's 19, she just sounds like the type of person, like, in the circumstances of this event, like the high schooler that goes back after graduating.
0: because <laughs> They have
1: unfinished business. Right.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if you're 19. That's and, fair. Right. And if you're 19. 19-year-olds are fucking idiots. I was a dipshit when I was 19. They're stupid. Yeah. They're dumb as rocks. I don't know. Again, not being an apologist for her. I mean, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Has she, like, made a statement or anything yet? Yeah.
2: No. Okay. Honestly, yeah. that's the and right move. Yeah, like <laughs> if you're ever canceled, the right move is to just shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you can put. I think you can put some blame on her shoulders, but a lot of these people—they're really their only crime is being rich and out of touch, which is yeah. bad. Which is bad. You know, sure. you should be making a specific specific effort to a not be rich and be, yeah. you know, be better in touch with people who aren't rich. It's I I, I don't know. I'm. I'm mad at the VP of Monsanto.
1: Are you talking about just the debutantes or the (laughs) the old men who show up to date the debutantes? The debutantes. The debutantes.
2: The old men should be kicked and beaten. I'm mad at the VP of Monsanto. I'm mad at, you know, the Schnooks dynasty. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's there's groups of people with power who are orchestrating this shit Mm -hmm. and they're bringing young women into it. And I don't think really the right way to go about it is to call out the young women for being huge racists. Yeah. I I I mean, I'll I'll, let me, hold on. Let me try and find the, uh, the link that I was just looking at, but, um, yeah, I was just looking at pictures from the 2019 ball and it tells you the names of everyone in there. And like every single one was like a 17 to 19 year old girl with her father. It's like a big daddy daughter dance. And yeah. like, like if if you're brought up in that environment, yeah. If you're brought up when you go to debutante balls and your dad's making a big thing about getting you a new dress and taking you to this big fancy dinner with all of his important business friends, like if you're a 19 year old girl, you're not gonna fucking Google, "What does this mean?" You're gonna say, "Okay, that's my dad. I trust him. Right. I'm gonna go do this fancy dinner with." And him And that's exactly yeah. what I was gonna. That's what I was gonna chime in with earlier. That being said, it is contingent on on you. It is your responsibility to unlearn. And to work against those structures that you are involved in, but
0: but as the as the daughters of rich people, I think that's not yes. going to happen,
2: unfortunately. And you've also got to know that there's something to work against. Like, I don't know, yeah. like yeah. it's easy to look at what you do every day and not realize the harm done. Yeah, in it. I'm I'm not I'm not upset with them for not knowing. Yeah, yeah, and you know, uh, again, as as rich people, it is their responsibility to learn about their privilege and to learn about their you know this and that but you can't really be expected to understand having been brought up inside that you can't really be expected to understand how to get yourself out of it basically yeah i mean as far as i'm concerned a 19 year old rich kid is a one-year-old human being like they've never they've been in the world (laughs) for a year (laughs) and this is like a cult Yeah, this is. I mean, ultimately... It's like a fucking cult. So it takes time and, like, it takes effort to unlearn that. Sure, sure. And you have to get out of that first before you can even begin breaking down what got you into it.
0: And that's the thing. I mean, are some of these people going to get out of it? Probably not. Are some of them maybe going to, you know do I think Ellie Kemper is like a secret super, you know, cult racist? I probably not. It also doesn't help that when we know. talk about
1: rich people, um, you know, we often think of their, you know, affluence as something that keeps them tied and out of touch and all that. Uh, But
0: in this case, it's it's actually a literal cult.
1: (laughs) It's, you know,
0: (laughs) (laughs) it is. It's literally a cult that was founded basically because white people and black people were working together for better conditions in the 1800s. That was basically,
2: we have to remember that that was the reason. Yeah. That's way more interesting to me, by the way, than the cult is. Yeah. There's structures built into the shit to keep things the way they are, to keep the, Uh, The people who attend it rich and white and to keep the women complicit and to keep all of the things that make it what it is the way they are.
0: Have any of the other prophets, other than the the VP of Monsanto ever been um, unmasked? I I know two of them had been... (laughs) unmatched at one the first one the very first one that's it god damn yeah jesus uh
1: that was the first prophet was police commissioner john g priest oh my
0: god so even then the police have been involved with this yep jesus christ of course the cops are involved Uh, uh, yeah god damn that is fucking terrifying oh my god i mean police protect capital this yeah it makes sense it makes sense
1: really weird and fucked up way i want to wear the costume I
2: don't want to be the prophet. I don't want to be a part of the cult. I just want to know how heavy it is because it looks like it's hard to
0: like it. <laughs> it has like a porcelain like face on the front of it, or at least on one of the iterations that I've seen. There's it's very creepy. It doesn't look very. It doesn't look very breathable. It no, it looks yeah, stuffy. They need, to, they need to talk to some cosplay nerds for next year
2: honestly get some get some rgb some fans if i was designing a costume for an old racist man i would probably put some like breathable mesh like athleisure kind of shit oh and, yeah uh, make it out really of Under get Armor. the airflow going yeah
1: <laughs> i wonder who's manufacturing these costumes because you know people who make like textiles and stuff aren't aren't rich they're not the elite Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder who has to go and place an order for this fucking surreal dress. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <and be> like, <laughs> I, I will genuinely bet that it was made, like, a, f- uh, a few decades ago by someone's wife. Like, these kind of oh, people. probably was. Like, like, a dude comes home, he's like, hey, me and my buddies had a cool idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's probably... They probably just replace the headpiece every year, no? Spe- speaking of that, speaking of the whole cool idea old white guys being like oh, i had a cool idea have y'all ever looked at the titles for uh <laughs> members of the fucking kkk no well i mean other than like
0: yeah grand wizard and yeah, shit they're, they're all
2: like they literally sound like somebody like doing like D. yeah hell and yeah. And names. Dragons, yeah it's like this is my grand dragon you know Hey, real dude. quick i just realized that a bunch of people in the 1800s going oh i got a good idea let's start a cult it's the same fucking thing we did when we started a podcast <laughs> it's just four dudes hey i got an idea let's try this thing out, out. Yeah. <laughs> we have running water that makes us better than them uh real
0: fast i do want to talk about the the like fake god they had to come up with that they're choosing to serve like the the veiled prophet of have you, how do you pronounce this? K-H-O-R-A-S-S-A-N.
2: Khorassian. Corassian. Khorassian. I would assume. Khorassan. The, the, yeah, yeah, the planet from Star Wars. Yeah, I was just going yeah. <laughs> to... Uh, Koresh, actually. David Koresh is how it's pronounced. <laughs> Man... So do we know anything about that? No, he's uh, he's probably just a type of guy. He's
0: <laughs> found a guy. The the Slaybacks borrowed the name, the Veiled Prophet of Coruscant, from Irish poet Thomas Moore's Lala Rook. They incorporated features from the mystic crew of Comus of New Orleans. So I guess it's just... Oh, the Veiled Prophet was a horribly disfigured man who considered himself a prophet. Okay, so he's just literally is a type of guy. He's just ugly and messed up. He's literally any old rich person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, he was later marketed as a type of Santa Claus figure.
2: Wait, wait, hold on. I'm ugly and messed up. Can I be rich? Is that how this works? You're not ugly or messed up. You are right uh, though. So statistically (laughs) speaking, you will fail upwards into richness. Yes. We all are I'm doing so right now. (laughs) We're all gonna be fine. I I hope. Maybe. (laughs) Not mentally. We started a podcast. Yeah. (laughs) That's our challenge. If we can survive our mental state for twenty years, we will make like eighty thousand dollars a year. That's just statistics, baby. You could name anybody
0: in St. Louis. All, a lot of St. Louis like business is just old money cuz St. Yeah. Louis bet on steamboats as opposed to betting on rail <laughs> like the smart thing to do. <laughs> so I mean St. Louis could look drastically <laughs> different today but like now that's why St. Louis you see like so much old money, just Anheuser, Energizer, Monsanto, um I don't know, give me some, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that for that's a St. Louis deal? Yeah. The contact Solution company. Yeah. <laughs> god damn
1: This must be the most like boring dinner party. Oh, absolutely. Like, you think
2: they serve yeah, best soda? It's just like grocery store heiresses Like who <laughs> yeah, What are you gonna <laughs> talk about? Yeah, we got a yeah. lot of beans in the other day.
1: <laughs> the you said Energizers the St. Louis thing. Yeah energizer yeah it's the veiled prophet's the fucking bunny the
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> shit. dude you might be right oh my god he's right he just keeps going and going dude you know what powers those batteries is racism yes
0: absolutely <laughs> and 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 union busting it it has to have been the emo's pizza guy at some point right papa john no not papa john <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know the, the emo's, emo's pizza guy papa john. i guess for
0: yeah, for non-St. Louisans, there's St. Emo's Pizza is like, you know, St. Louis-style pizza. It's a big thing. What the fuck does that mean? It's it's a <laughs> thing. is St.
2: Louis-style pizza? It's the worst shit ever. No,
0: you shut your fuck fucking you mouth. mouth. Shut fuck your you fucking guys. mouth, dude. It Saint sounds Louis-
1: like a step above Ohio-style, like when people say uh, what something is Ohio terrible Ohio-style Ohio pizza. Style.
2: <laughs>
0: I need to know what Ohio style pizza is.
1: It's just anytime you see something gross, it's fucking Ohio oh, okay, style. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, real fast, real
0: fast. Oh, all right, real fast. I just want people to know, <laughs> non-Saint Louis people, St. Louis style pizza is like a cracker thin crust, you know, with whatever Crackers. ingredients you want. Yeah. <laughs> and and a special cheese developed in St. Louis called ProVel. And it's a beautiful thing. It's a it's it's this rubbery, disgusting like processed cheese. Uh, it's a cheese product. It's not it, even a real cheese. It comes it, in ropes. Yes, it's the combination of cheddar, Swiss, and provolone, and it's it's it is perfect. It's so
2: fucking good. It, it it's is so good.
0: It's amazing. Tony, aren't you genuinely Italian? I am. I don't know how. I look like <laughs> it's in the I front look to man, your people. <laughs> yeah it really dude it's if my great grandfather if my great
2: grandfather could see me he'd be he'd probably be sad they also make <laughs> salads that are just like quartered wedges of lettuce and Provell cheese and, and it rules. sweet italian dressing yeah i hate that it no, so no much dude, it
0: rocks you gotta get down here and
1: give it a shot did you, you remember those two old fucks who pulled the guns out? Oh, the, the McCloskeys, Yes. Oh, they're in it for yeah. sure. The they're in it for sure. They've totally got to be there, right? Oh, well,
0: probably? He, maybe. If if they weren't money. before, they will be they will be now. Well, that's a th- I don't know how do they have yeah, money? How do they get their money?
2: money? Uh suing people. The McCloskey's have gotten their money through lawsuits. Got I you. feel like even among rich people that's like not cool. Yeah, yeah. everybody hates them. Yeah, they're new money, though, like in the past 40 years or so. So they're not like generational wealth. So I don't know if they would be like right. Yeah, but I mean, I I bet some St. Louis new money is there. You don't think Jack Dorsey's
0: been to that thing?
1: Yeah, that's true. Wait, Jack Dorsey's from St. Louis, dude. Dude. And he spoke to that. Oh my God.
0: Everybody. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We we have like three good people from St. Louis and that's yeah. it. We got John Hamm, uh John Goodman, Goodman Brad Pitt. Yeah. Yeah, Brad Pitt. Our and city
2: rules but our people suck. It's,
0: it's mostly true. <laughs> well, that's cuz a lot of St. Louis is like people who don't live in St. Louis, but they're the people you have to see in St. Louis, but they cl- yeah. they live in like St.
2: Charles and they claim St. Louis as their own. Isn't St. Yeah. Louis like one of the most redlined cities in the country? Yes. yes okay i thought yeah. shocker so. now i'm now i'm wondering how many
1: like different the uh, you know the elite and how many different cities have their weird little league epstein thing going on <laughs> that people
2: just don't know about little league Epstein. it's like film festivals you go there and you see if you can get picked up by one of the bigger ones <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: Oh my god, Epstein's fucking fucking group sending recruiters. That's probably a
2: thing. So what is Epstein then? Is he like Sundance? <laughs> He's got a is cam for pedophiles. <laughs> oh, okay. Alright, and on that note, we're gonna wrap it up for this week. As always, thank you guys for listening. Uh, Thank you to the Patreon subs this week. We have Hannah and Jacob and Doink Patrol. We have Pallavi and Hillary and Stacia and Maddie. Thank you guys so much. You keep the show running. We we love you guys. As always, you can follow us on socials. That is at Sunday underscore pod on Twitter for us. And that is at Pale underscore Tony B on Twitter. I'm locked right now because I'm uh, doing the job hunt, but follow me and I'll let you in, baby. You still follow him. Hell yeah. Uh, You can pay us money at patreon.com slash sundaymorningpod, and you can find our Discord, YouTube, Twitch, etc., all that stuff on sundaymorningpod.com. Go ahead and follow that Twitch. Uh, We're going to start streaming soon. Follow me on Twitch, by the way um uh,
0: yeah. pale Gu- pale guy tony on twitch i do a lot of like nintendo games uh platformers kind of just whatever i feel like playing might do super mario galaxy 2 here soon i got my emulator up and running i'm ready to go baby love that for you hell yeah
2: uh, well while you're still talking is there anything else you want to plug besides your twitch twitch and twitter that's it all
0: right that's all you got Hell yeah okay um hope you guys liked hearing about uh disgusting fetish food and and how it all relates to the cult
2: yeah that's all it is we live in cults good morning sunday morning and we will see you next week good morning sunday morning (laughs)